Welcome, kids and everybody that I know on this planet. This beautiful blue, green, brown, white orb that we call planet Earth. This is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider that this beautiful green orb has graced us with. All hail the beautiful green orb. The beautiful <laughs> blue hail. green orb. All hail. Everyone, if you're driving, if you're uh, doing anything, uh, s- s- pull over or set it aside. And everyone get on your knees and praise our beautiful blue green orb. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, blue green orb. God rest your soul. Rest in peace. I am here. I am. I am here. I am. I am. Martin Sheen. That doesn't rhyme. I, I'm having a really, I'm having a great Feb. It's uh, February 20th. It's, uh, you okay? Great Feb. It's, it's a great Feb. We're having a great Feb here in Detroit, Michigan. February 20th, we are one month deep. We are one month dick deep into a Trump prez. It's been fun. It's been fun so far. That's a way to put it. And yeah, it's we had Valentine's Day six days ago. That was probably good. <laughs> that was probably fun. No, I I was gone all day. I didn't I didn't do anything on Valentine's Day. I had class, uh, improv class that night. So, no Valentine's Day for Michael. It's no big deal. <sighs> We've got a really great show for you guys today. We've got local musician, acoustic guitarist, band leader, uh amongst other things on the show her name is willa ray how is it going willa excellent thank you for having me it's rock and roll (laughs) to have you on so how is your how's your feb going so far you having a fab feb my feb is great it's it's a great feb it's great feb great you're you're 2017 is it uh treating you well as well as it could treat me yeah yeah (laughs) it's going about as good as it can go yeah that's good to know that's good to know. You have any? You have any? Uh, any big? Did you have any big Valentine's Day events happen? No, this last I bartended Day? on Valentine's Day. Oh. Someone like duped me into doing it. I didn't realize. Oh. They're like, "Want to take my Tuesday?" I was like, "Sure, whatever." You're like, "Wait a minute!" Oh, <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was. Uh, there was a lot of romantic couples there. <laughs> or lonely. Yeah. Alone, oh. drunk people. Yeah. That's okay. And that's one of the best days to go out to drink, you know? It's like, <laughs> forget love. It's all good, though. It's fine. You know, whatever. So, Willa Ray, you are... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am, though. Mm-hmm. You are the lead singer and and lead guitarist, and you are just the person behind Willa Ray and the Minor Arcana. I am the person behind it. Yeah, I'm the unless they just stole your name. <laughs> no, I'm the the, the front woman, the, the person front behind woman. front person. Mm-hmm. Um, all the songs that we play as a band, well, most of them, mm-hmm. um, started out just me and my acoustic guitar mm-hmm. in my room, like singer songwriter style. Mm-hmm. And then you bring it to the band, and you're like, "Hey guys, what do you think of this song?" Yeah, and absolutely. They go, we don't like it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, what do you guys think? And go back, try again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um. They definitely bring the rock and roll. I'm not the lead. Um. Rock and roller. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's that's pretty great. So um, describe what Will Array in the Minor Arcana is. Like, what the heck is that? Yeah, um, I think our our lead guitarist Craig Adams, who you he's know, he's a beautiful yeah. man. He's oh a great God. person. Rock and roll Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a really awesome person. I've known um, him for a while now. Yeah, he wrote about us in like a blurb or something and called it soulless soul wow and i love that yeah <laughs> soulless it's, soul it's got a little bit of like soul mm-hmm. a little bit of country music old-timey like mm-hmm. southern gothic johnny cash-esque country vibes mm-hmm. um and then just with the with the big project it's a whole lot of detroit rock and roll awesome it's like you a just, jam band yeah. kind of vibe sometimes sometimes it's like funky sometimes it's all sorts of different things. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Just like it's got that Detroit garage rock mm-hmm. thing going on that you just like can't escape when you're right. raised <laughs> in this music scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how hard I try to just stick to my acoustic guitar and my pretty songs, it it's going to come out garage rocky. <laughs> so this is my roots. <laughs> uh, where do you get a uh, name like Willa Ray and the Minor Arcana? Well, I know the first part is your yeah, name. Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> yeah. So that's a... Uh, um, that's easy enough. Do you want to hear about how I got my name? Sure. Give yes. me the whole story. Yeah. It's a good one, or mm-hmm. else I wouldn't bring it up. Um, I was supposed to be a boy, William. Oh, and, um, you were supposed to be. Yeah, I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was supposed to be William, mm-hmm. um, named after my great-grandfather, mm-hmm. who he... I don't remember exactly. I believe he passed away the day that my mother found out that oh. she was pregnant with oh. me. That's it. And then I was born on his birthday, mm-hmm. or maybe the opposite. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely that way. Yeah. That's crazy. So I was born on his birthday. See, So he's like my ultimate spirit connecting wow. guide. <laughs> wow. And I was named after him. Wow. Yeah. So, so but then you weren't. Bullshit. So then you're just, then you became, I've never heard the name, I don't think I've ever heard the name Willa before. Willa Ford. Oh. In like the 90s. Never mind. I want to be fed <laughs> with your baby. I guess I have heard Willa. <laughs> or um, Willa Cather. Mm, I've never heard that one before. She, um, she's like a classic author. Classical yeah, author? American author. Mm. So, yeah. There's some other Willas floating around. Now hipsters are naming their kids Willa. Really? But I've never actually you met. You were ahead of the curve, yes, though. Yes. My, my parents were, like, original hipsters. That's. Do yeah. you think you started that trend? The Willa yeah. trend? No, I like, had nothing to do with it. Oh, you, you don't yeah. think that people, were like, hipsters, were like, wow, Willa Ray's name is Willa. Like, they no, I think they found it on the internet. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's better than Aiden. <laughs> oh. Aiden. <laughs> Shout out to all the Aidens out there. Yeah, no hate. No hate, <laughs> Aiden, but maybe go by something else. Yeah. There's a really cool woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember her full name. I think I believe her first name is Rebecca, who has seen me play a couple times. She makes pottery, but she also makes like c- ceramic sex toys. Oh, and she found or she adopted, I think, a kitten one um, a night that she saw me play. And she named the kitten after me. Wow. And Kitten Willa is on Instagram. Kitten Willa. And Kitten Willa is just like. It's at Kitten Willa? No. 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 <laughs> it's on her like. Oh, um, it's her Instagram. Yeah. She didn't I make, believe like, her name is Rebecca Graves. Oh, wow. And she does pottery. That's a great and name for a yes, musician. absolutely. Rebecca Graves. But um, K- 
Ken Willa makes very often appearances on her Instagram, <laughs> and great. she always tags me, and I'm like, oh, Ken Willa. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. The tradition continues. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you got your name. That mm-hmm. That's one half of Willa Ray and the Minor yeah. Arcana. How's, how were the other half of Willa Ray and the Minor Arcana So the from? Minor Arcana is... Um, I wouldn't really use the word a suit, but mm-hmm. if we're relating it to like a playing card deck, um, mm-hmm. it's a group of cards in a tarot deck. Oh. Um, and they tell you a little bit more about like smaller day to day things, smaller day to day truths. And um, that's definitely what I strive for in my songwriting. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to make any sort of grand statements that nobody's ever said before. Okay. I'm just trying to capture these like little human experiences and stories nice so very cool that's where that comes that's from. very yeah. astute answer sometimes <laughs> oh, when people you. ask when I ask people that question they're just like i don't know i just like the name Don- donnie the tiger yeah <laughs> which is fine <laughs> i need to get donnie the tiger on this show is that a real person i oh. hope so it's, it will be now yeah. and you know what i won't even i won't even copyright it so you got anyone who wants to take the name donnie the tiger if you message me and be like, yeah, my name is Donnie the Tiger, I'll be like, well, I have to have you on the yeah. show. So you pretty much already have an in no matter how bad you are. So it's like, take advantage of this opportunity, man. Take advantage of this small local Detroit podcast <laughs> and make something of yourself. Donnie flies in from Europe. <laughs> yeah, Donnie the Tiger. Uh, Donnie, where are you? So, well, uh, who are some of your musical or non-musical influences that make you that you want not maybe not necessarily strive to be but like some people that people or musicians that inspire you mm-hmm. to do things <laughs> um heroes is a really weird concept for me they're only a, like a handful of people where if i met them i'd like mm-hmm. freak my shit out yeah um one of them is definite well one of my like largest influences in songwriting is Ani DeFranco. Mm. Do you know her? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, She's wonderful. There's this, this girl that I went to high school with named there's this girl I went to high school with named Laura. Mm-hmm. And we were like not friends or anything growing up. Um, and we were like science partners once. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, "Oh, you're not so bad." And uh, I just ended up like spending some time with her mm-hmm. in school, and she burned me um, Canon, the like big collection mm-hmm. of Ani DeFranco's um, like live live recorded oh. stuff. It's a big. It's like two CDs. She burned me two CDs of Canon. That's like a whole and iPod's worth back in the day. Like re- I relative. Was, I was still listening <laughs> to it on a little CD player in my bed. I remember listening to it in my bed at night instead of sleeping because it was so good. It was so captivating. Mm-hmm. I had never heard music like that before. Mm-hmm. Like I was raised in a musical household. This was when you were in like high school, like yeah. 15, yeah, like 14, 15. 15. Yeah. Um, and I was raised in a like a super musical household. Oh, my wow. parents loved music. They weren't artists, but they loved music. Mm-hmm. And my mom would like sing to me when I was growing up. But this was really like the first time I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I want to make something this powerful yeah, and this awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Ani DeFranco is a huge musical influence, but also like life influence. Like like without without like feminism and alternate ways of thinking mm-hmm. that was my big introduction to that too and that's that's something that makes me the person that i am today mm-hmm. for sure really neat burrits yeah. <laughs> so you have any so obviously i'm sure like if you were asked to play a show with ani defranco you would 
freak out. I'd run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd run as far away as possible. <laughs> Is there anyone that <laughs> you would, if you were asked to play a show with, you would like, like, be into it? You wouldn't, like, lose your mind and freak out, but you'd, like, it's like a dream. It would be a dream to play with them. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. So, so many people have passed mm, this yeah. past year. Yeah. Um, kind of took all, yeah. took all that bucket list and shook it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It did shake up my bucket yeah, list for like, sure. Well, you um, could play at their like cemetery or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> play at their grave. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a hipster thing yeah. to do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Aiden would do that. Yeah, good old Aiden. <laughs> Aiden, come on, um, man. Well, there are so many people just locally that that I get put on bills with all the time that mm-hmm. I'm still stoked to play with. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so much good music in this area. Mm, so oh, many yeah. talented singers. People don't even realize how, like, hot Detroit is for, no, like, great music. absolutely like, not. Like, I was just, like, going through the list of um, Hamtramck Music Festival, like, a couple, yeah. like, a week mm-hmm. ago, and I'm like, man, <laughs> Detroit has got a lot of where good music. Where else could that happen? Right. Oh, my gosh, it's, where else could that happen? Yeah. Nowhere, so... Um, I live with uh, a really talented singer-songwriter named Emily Rose, mm. um, who's just like phenomenal. And like, she'll play me new songs, and I'll be like, I've got the inside <laughs> scoop. I was uh, <laughs> a guitar scoop. teacher gave me one of her CDs when I was like 13 or something, mm-hmm. and I remember listening to it, and then it kind of got lost. And then I'm looking for a roommate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's like. Whoop, and I'm like, oh right my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my band plays a ton with the band Border Patrol. Okay, yeah, I've heard of them. Um, and they play like real cool folk punk music. Mm. And um, Dave is just, he's writing these songs that are just so relevant to what's going on today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like Detroit musicians and artists just have like really artists in general like beyond music they just have really unique perspectives that you don't really see anywhere else in the country like because yeah. i mean detroit's such a unique place and it's an awesome hotbed for art in general i like this city just <laughs> Me a bit too. that's yeah. why i'm sticking around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so what inspires you to write music like what what it's what makes you sit down and be like i'm gonna write a song today you know yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna write a song most of the songs that hold up Mm-hmm. And um, I continue to play our ones that I've written about personal experiences mm-hmm. and ones that I've written in like a cathartic way okay. to get something off my so chest like or process something. You're trying to emotion. You're uh, going through something emotionally, and you're like, yeah. I just gotta like get this off my chest. Yeah, but I don't always just say, "This is what I'm feeling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what happened to me." <laughs> I hope um, not. <laughs> yeah, I love like I love scary movies. We were talking about that podcast lore. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to school, mm-hmm. um, I just did a ton of studying like different cultures, mythology, mm-hmm. and the Bible, and like stories. A I lot love of allegories. stories. I, mm-hmm. I adore stories, like whether they're told in song or on paper or in a religious text. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. Like there's nothing more holy or mm-hmm. more sacred to me or more joyous than, than a story. story. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so a lot. A lot of the songs that I write, mm-hmm. they're not like, they're not like verbatim. Right. A lot of it is stretching the truth. Right. And making it something a little bit more, um, 
bigger than me. Allegorical. Yeah. I just want to use that word. <laughs> use it again. Yeah. Allegorical. Throw it out there as many times. <laughs> Allegorical. <laughs> 15 point words. Um, but yeah, I've got songs about like the devil and witchcraft and spooky things like that. Mm-hmm. That's not actually what's happening in my well, life. Yeah. But, but sometimes. It's about what it relates yeah, to. Sometimes life is a little bit boring. You gotta spice it up a little bit. People don't mm-hmm. want to hear about my sensory, so <laughs> so it's a little bit more fun. And the, those are the things that have held up over time. Mm-hmm. Like people need to believe in magic. Oh they yeah, need to believe in like things that are bigger than themselves. That's, That's what makes very us true human. of a lot yeah. of things in the country and the world right now. Yeah. So Willa, uh, with that, let's go into your first song. What is the song? What is the song um, called? What is it about? Let's do Bad Ideas. I have had that song in my head all day. Yeah, it's catchy. <laughs> it is very catchy. <laughs> I've been sitting here and been like, give me bad <laughs> My mom bad will sing ideas. it around the house. I'll be like visiting my parents in the burbs. <laughs> She'll be like singing it, getting down and stuff. I'm like, oh, my heart. It is very, very catchy. So, yes, oh. this what is what is Bad Ideas it. about? Um... Bad ideas is quite obvious. It's about have, taking, yeah. making bad ideas. Having bad come ideas. To life. Yeah. Ow. Well, no, let's come to life. I wrote this song You're to process. Like, oh, okay. There's bad stuff and good stuff going on in everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, this song was definitely um, something I wrote to process a darker part of myself mm-hmm. and make it fun. Good. All right. And like call it out as it is because everybody's got bad ideas Mm -hmm. all right so (laughs) here is bad ideas by willow ray My baby leaves to go downtown And I'm all alone when the sun comes down I get ideas I get ideas When he's out drinking liquor listening to noise I'm making mental lists of pretty little boys I get ideas I get ideas I hear boots first jingling coming up the stairs It's not my baby but I was prepared I get ideas Very bad ideas Oh I get ideas Very bad idea. I leave home early morning, come home late at night. Now all day long I'm working up an appetite. I get ideas. I get ideas. Pretty Jesus, Mary on my long hair friend. Waiting patiently for this life to end I get ideas I get ideas I hear boots burn 
it's jangling coming up the stairs It's not my baby, but I was prepared I get ideas Very bad ideas Oh, I get ideas Very bad ideas On my own accord Ain't no point in praising Praising the Lord I've been working up this appetite Been sleeping alone almost every night Been sleeping alone almost Every single night Very bad idea. Oh, very bad idea. Oh, I get ideas. Very bad That was rock and roll. You know what the the irony of that song is? Is that the song's about bad ideas, but writing that song was a good idea. Aww, mm-hmm. shucks. Mm-hmm. That was Will Array with Bad Ideas. Will Array, <laughs> you're going to be playing in the Hamtramck Music Festival. This, you're not playing mm-hmm. it this time? No? Nope, not this you play, time. You played it last year, though, yeah? We did yeah? play it last year, mm-hmm. yeah. We're taking a break right now. Oh, okay. To, um, to write... To write a new record, but also to record some stuff that kind of oh. like fell through the cracks. Okay. But I am playing um, on the 22nd. Ooh, so two days from Not now. tomorrow, but the next day mm-hmm. at Otis Supply in Ferndale. Otis Supply. For, it's a Detroit Music Awards event. Awesome. And I actually, I won't be playing with the band. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing um, myself, playing acoustic guitar and singing, um, my cellist, and so then a Will violinist. Array, minus the minor arcana. Yeah, minus Is that what you call yourself when you play arcana. by yourself? <laughs> just the name but yeah with some strings so it's gonna be really beautiful Ooh. and eerie and fun so Ooh. Yeah. do you who are i might know some of the people who you're playing who's who's doing the strings um who's doing the strings so Kaylin Mitchell, mm-hmm. who usually plays um, with the minor arcana mm-hmm. on cello um mm-hmm. she owns the get up vintage in Ooh. ann arbor mm-hmm. and then um my friend joe Asim, I think is the way you say his Joe name. Asim. I always call him Joe Awesome. That's what everybody calls him, so I don't know I how to I seem to always forget how to say his name. <laughs> um, oh, but he, he's a really cool dude. Right um, on, right. And they actually know each other. Um, I'm friends with Joe through through various people and just being around. But um, when I told Kaylin that we were going to be playing with Joe, she was like, I know him from being 15 years old and writing on the Green Day live journal message boards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They knew each other from that. Those so. are the days. Yeah. Days of the Green Day live journal message boards. So, so um, what are your, some of your favorite local venues in the Detroit area to play at? 
Well, I work at PJ's Locker House mm-hmm. um, in Corktown, mm-hmm. which you knew already. And that was my favorite venue to play and hang out at um, it's before I worked there. a very cozy kind of place. It, it's still my favorite. Yeah. Now it's work, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my God. It's just, like, everything that, like, a local bar should be. Well, the yeah. first time I went to PJ's Locker House, I didn't know there was like the backstage area mm-hmm. and i looked up and there was like uh this like weird comedy show thing going on there um mothra yeah um yeah. and i was like i was like oh what are they watching like what channel is this because it was like on the, the <laughs> yeah. tv monitor mm-hmm. they have in the bar area and i was like that's this is very strange and then i heard like the sound coming from it from coming from the other room so mm-hmm. i went back there and it was it was absolutely insane do they still do that show there yeah they do it like every other month yeah it was i i would strongly recommend going to see that it's wacky yeah. it's Mothra crazy is so amusing mm-hmm. i, I loved it, it. Yeah. it was absolutely <laughs> excellent um so do you, when you go to perform live do you uh do you get nervous i know you've been performing for a long time but do you get still get nervous at all when mm-hmm. you're about to go on um it depends mm-hmm. it really depends um when you're traveling and playing out of town there's kind of like a lot of factors that you you are not under control of right or even in town like how how you actually sound live has as much to do with how you perform mm-hmm. as it does how good the sound person does a job right yeah yeah um so when you're playing out of town um you're about to pull up to like a place and you don't know what it's going to be like, mm-hmm. and you don't know who's going to be running your sound. You don't know who's <laughs> going to be in the audience. <laughs> so like. I get, yeah, I get mm-hmm. more nervous about stuff like that mm-hmm. than I do actually performing. Oh, okay. Because um, I've been performing for a really long time mm-hmm. at this point, my whole entire life. You, uh, you, you've been, what have you, how long have you been performing? Um, since, oh my gosh, since I was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always loved to sing. My parents started me out on classical piano when I was like really, really classical young. Classical piano, yeah. wow. That's that's the first instrument that I played. I picked up the guitar when I was a teenager and I was sick of the piano. You're yeah. like, I'm done with this yeah. like <laughs> this like boring parents. But stuff. I was also like in plays and mm-hmm. operas when I was growing operas. up. Operas. Yeah. Wow. That young like that. that young? Yeah. Well wow. there's kids in operas. Yeah, that's true. Not I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But things like that. I was a little, like, stage kid, too. What were some of the uh, operas and plays and, and musicals or whatever stuff hmm. you were in? Or some of your favorites? Um, some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I was in this weird musical review when I was younger, and I got to um, sing a song from Annie Get Your Gun. It was like, I got <laughs> the biggest kick out of that. <laughs> and, you know, I was, like, 14 or 15, and I had really janked up teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, they were holding out until my jaw had, like, really fully grown yeah. to fix it. So I had these janked-up teeth, this cowgirl hat, <laughs> and this, like, big puffy dress. Really got into character. Yeah. Nice. First cowgirl times. Do you still feel influenced <laughs> by, like, your theatrical background, your opera, opera background? Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. That's nice. where I, like, learned how to perform. So it's like yeah. you feel like when you go on stage and you're performing music, it's, like, theatrical yeah, to a certain degree. Yeah, absolutely. With the mm-hmm. big band, I try really hard to, like, put on a show, even if we're playing the same stuff, to have it be different. Because it's a lot of the same people who come to see us. The people mm-hmm. who like us, they like us a lot. They'll come to each and every show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to give them something different every time. But also, like... It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. I'm not making any mm-hmm. money doing this. You, you always hate when you go see a band and they're like, you're doing, like, 
the audience is like doing them a favor yeah. or no they're doing the audience a favor rather you know what I, mean? I don't know it's <laughs> it's supposed to be like I a understand. like a conversation you know yeah, what i mean absolutely. in my opinion I understand so it sucks saying, when you yeah. go to see a, a band and they're just like yeah. you're so lucky to be seeing us right now you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean no people with attitudes and stuff no yeah. it's supposed to be fun and i have fun this is like what mm-hmm. i love to do this is my release and my favorite thing so when i'm playing with the big band like i definitely go back to like performing and mm-hmm. did you have any other creative outlets growing up um i love embroidery embroidery I'm, I'm a granny oh wow <laughs> granny will that's not the answer i was expecting yeah no i love embroidery mm-hmm. any sort of like handicrafts i like doing things with my hands mm-hmm. um when i was in high school i did wood shop just all how much shop would a wood shop shop if a wood shop <laughs> could shop wood <laughs> that's a question that yeah. no one's ever answered properly before I'm not going to even try. <laughs> when yeah. did you start uh, writing music? Really, or, really Or writing young. poetry, writing music? I started writing music before I could really, like, play music. Really? Yeah. You Absolutely. Just wanted, you I would, like, sing little songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, like, make it up on Have the spot? Have like, written down oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah. I've Neat. got, I save everything. I'm, like, secret hoarder. Wow. Uh, secret Granny, Secret Hoarder. <laughs> secret Granny. <laughs> so I've That's got a great like name for a band. Secret Granny. Secret Granny. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep that in mind. Just yeah. put that in the back of your head if the minor arcana doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> secret, secret Granny. Granny. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so last year you released your EP 13. Is that, or is you just want to call it X111? <laughs> no, 13 is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, what do you have any uh, any EPs or albums or anything planned for this year at all? Yeah. Well, we've been playing for the past year. We've been playing like the same like mm-hmm. nine to ten songs, right. and we haven't released them mm-hmm. because I'm so much like. For me, it's all about the live performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like recording. Oh, really? <laughs> I just don't like it. It doesn't like, like have the same power to you? No, it's just not what I love to do. Mm-hmm. But it's something that needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really what's been happening is I've been a brat and I've been putting off recording because I don't want to <laughs> do it. So that's why that's why we're not doing a ton of gigs right. in the next couple months. We're so trying to get all that, get that stuff. Because it just disappears into thin air if you don't record Yeah, because then you get tired of playing it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like, okay, well, now it's time to actually record an album. You're like, I don't want to play this song anymore, yeah. though. So, so so we're definitely going to record all the things that folks have been hearing over mm-hmm. and over again at shows. We probably won't make a big deal out of releasing it, but just, just to have it there because yeah. people deserve that, too. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, I want to hear this song all the time. My mom wants to listen to you on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Luisa's mom, I have one song on Spotify, and she's like, my mom just plays it over and over again. Wait, you do? Because <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find you on Spotify. <laughs> I have one song on Spotify from, like, this weird compilation that oh, okay. someone else paid for and put oh. up there. <laughs> You're like, <"Hey." laughs> But, yeah, I guess Luisa's mom just listens to that one song over and over again. It really, like, upsets her. <laughs> Which song is that? <laughs> oh, it's called Ladylike. So if you want to go listen to Willow Ray on Spotify, go. You can listen to that <laughs> song over and over again. Yeah. yeah. But so. It's weird. I looked, looked. Is it under the name Willow Ray? Or is it under Willow Ray in the mind? Arcana. In the minor arcana, I couldn't find it. I'll on help Spotify. you find it. I was it. trying yeah. to find it. Deep cuts. Mm. But, um, <laughs> Deep cuts. But yeah, um, I'm also working on this super cool project that you guys are definitely going to be invited in being involved in mm-hmm. probably in the next couple weeks. Um, we have this song called "Carry That Weight" that's like a call and response song. Okay. Um, and I want to do a live recording of that and oh. invite all my friends to come and sing. 
So it's Would like be. a we are the world kind of thing. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you were like, oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've become a cliche. <laughs> no, I'm just going to like have a party and then awesome. have everyone just like sing along with it. That sounds awesome. Whether you can like sing well or not. So I'll well, definitely I'm, I co- invite you guys to Color me to interested. It. Yeah. But that kind of combines the my love for the live performance with... But the need for recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it should be fun. It'll be a big party. It'll be good. So what? Okay. So you're also a co-founder of the organization Girls Rock Detroit. Yeah. What the heck is that? <laughs> so it's a summer camp for girls. Mm-hmm. It's a rock and roll summer camp for girls. Wow. Um, but it's based really strongly in feminist values mm-hmm. and female empowerment. Um, so right now... Um, we do two camps, so okay. two weeks mm-hmm. every summer. Um, we service about like 40 so to 50 the two, girls. Two non-consecutive, so like you do yeah. one group and then you yeah. do another group later. Yeah, like 40 to 50 girls, and we're trying to up that number next summer. Awesome. But um, what happens is a lot of them have never even touched instruments. Mm-hmm. We give um, instrument lessons in the morning, band practice in the afternoon, cool like workshops along the way. Like I did a workshop about Riot Girl and Bikini Kill last summer. <laughs> so cool. And it was like super well received. Mm-hmm. All the girls made zines. <laughs> and um, then at the end of the week, um, so they have band practice in the afternoon, they write one original song. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of the week, they have a performance at like a real music venue. Like last, last summer we did L Club. Oh, okay. Which is really cool. Those big lights. <laughs> the girls are just like, oh, no. Feels like School of Rock. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but what's extra cool about Girls Rock is that it's completely volunteer run by local musicians. Awesome. Yeah. Where, where did the, where's the camp at? Um, last year we had it at the old main building. Oh, okay. And one week and then one week at Dime, the Detroit Institute for Music awesome. Education downtown. That's so. super duper cool. So, yeah. Old main on Wayne State's campus? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, so the what's what, what made you want to do that? Uh, you just um, girls rock is a national movement. Well, oh. actually, international now. Oh, um, I was living in Chicago a couple of years back and volunteered at a girls rock Chicago, mm-hmm. um, where I met um, like one of my best friends, Melissa Coppola. She mm-hmm. plays in Jungle Fowl. You She's got also Jungle Fowl. <laughs> you got Jungle Fowl. <laughs> which is like a cool, it's her and her husband um, mm-hmm. who actually introduced, which is like my life's my life's highest peak. Jungle Fowl, all caps, yeah. all one word. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so she plays in a cool rock band, but she's also a concert pianist. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I met her at Girls Rock Chicago and we found out that we were both moving to Ann Arbor that okay. next year and then we like became best friends mm-hmm. and then a couple years we we also helped start the iowa city one mm-hmm. with friends in iowa, iowa city. city yeah yeah girls <laughs> rock iowa city <laughs> you have connections to iowa city <laughs> yeah i do wow <laughs> that's pretty very, neat. <laughs> very deep connections to iowa city deep cuts yeah, yeah. but um we helped start the one in iowa city we mm-hmm. volunteered at the one in chicago and then we were like it's time it's time so, to break out of this so melissa actually we just um she just stepped up and she is now um the president i don't we didn't really pick a word right she is now the sole like person that leads in charge of girls rock detroit Mm -hmm. and she's like a year-round employee so it's really just it's gonna make the camp so much stronger awesome yeah so how what are the what's the age ranges of people that can do it eight to sixteen eight to sixteen and we split it in half but 16 to 
18 can be junior counselors and then mm. 18 and up we've got a place for you if you want to be involved so how can people get involved in girls rock detroit um you can go to girlsrockdetroit.org or hit us up on facebook um send in an application sign the email list follow us on facebook and we do an open call for volunteers in the next couple months um you don't have to play an instrument Oh, really? To be involved, yeah. We look for instrument teachers and band coaches, but we also look for just counselors who want to hang out mm-hmm. or people who want to teach a workshop on something they're passionate about. So awesome. we've had workshops on, like, self-defense. We did a really, really crazy guided musical meditation workshop. So it's, like, um, all sorts of things. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Just trying to, like, um, get girls to, like, think about things outside of their sphere and let them know that they can do whatever they want. For a second, I thought you said spear. Their spear. <laughs> Just yeah. outside of their spear. Spear workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, yeah, go check out Girls Rock Detroit. Um, and, yeah, so, Willa Ray, we are going to play your next song. Cool. We, You and me together. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I will. You will indeed. play guitar and, and vocals, <laughs> and I will stand here and br- sit here and breathe into the microphone. <laughs> what is your next song? Cool. Called? Um... This song is called I Met Satan in St. Paul. I Met Satan in St. Paul, and this is about you meeting Satan and Sa- Satan in St. Paul, I imagine. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay, here is Willa Ray with I Met Satan in St. Paul. All the trees were turning blood red Crumbling leaves, I don't know it's fall All the nights were getting darker As I rolled on through St. Paul He was waiting at the station I was on an early train When I looked up at his face I found that I already knew his name I met Satan in St. Paul He wore a red dress No, I gave that boy my all I still came up second best He loved me for a little while But wasn't impressed Now I'm screaming I gave you my all I met Satan in St. Paul He wanted to keep a proper distance He held a snake between his teeth But I couldn't even listen To all the sounds the earth fed me So I crawled up to his bedside Wrapped into his dirty sheets Let him drink my very essence Till I was just a shell of me I met Satan in St. Paul He wore a red dress I gave that boy my all I still came up second best He loved me for a little while But 
wasn't impressed Now I'm screaming I gave you my all I met Satan in St. Paul Twin cities, twin faces You know it's been a while, been a while The last time that I loved you I was only just a child no longer a child, I'm no longer a child. I met Satan in St. Paul. He wore a red dress. And though I gave that boy my all, I still came up second best. He loved me 16 golden hours But wasn't impressed Now I'm screaming I gave you my all I met Satan in St. Paul Thought I didn't have a heart But you found it Yeah, you found it And you claimed it Oh, you maimed it Boy, you claimed it for your own Thought that I could find your soul Could almost taste it But instead I found the dark Black, swirling, putrid hole. Oh yeah, that was rock and it was roll. Oh, thank you. Equal parts rock and roll. <laughs> that was Willa Ray with the song "I Met Satan in St. Paul, Minnesota." Yeah. Wow, what was yeah. he doing there? I don't know. <laughs> He's saying I was on vacation. Screwing around. If yeah. you live in a very hot place, you go to a cold place for vacation. You go to a hot place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Willa Ray, thank you so much for being on the show. We are going to take a break, and you want to stick around? We're going to have another guest on. I'm yes. so excited mm-hmm. to stick around. Okay. And we'll have <laughs> Willa Ray perform one last song to play out the show later. And, yeah, here's a quick break, you guys. Be right back. Wait, wait, wait. In case my guests only were here for you, and they don't want to listen to my next guest, where can we find more from <laughs> you, Willa Ray? <laughs> um, you can go to www.willaraymusic.com um, or facebook.com slash willaraymusic. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out Willa Ray and the Minor Arcana, the full band, um, on Bandcamp. Dot com. Can, yeah, which you can... <laughs> Access through the website or the Facebook. You can be my friend on Instagram at Willa Ray Minor Arcana. Mm-hmm. Um, 
check out Kit and Willa. Kit um, and Willa. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can see you can see me perform two days from now, February twenty second, um, at Otis Supply in Ferndale for the Detroit Music Awards. Um, the next show is after that. Um, I think it's March seventeenth. It's a really cool event called. Um, Postcards and protest at the Gaelic League. Wowie! And then um, on St. Patty's Day, I'm playing at PJ's Lager House um, with Danny Croha from Third Man Records and Alvin Youngblood Hart. And PJ's Lager House is a cool little place. I recommend yeah. that place if you want to go drink on St. Patrick's Day. Thank you so much, Michael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we will be back after this. Michael Dupree Variety Hour. I am here with Willa Ray of Willa Ray and the Minor. You, you don't have to. Wa- it's easier if you say it. If you just wave at me, they don't hear it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's waving at you guys. I'm also here with a man named Ryan Flanagan. Um, that's all the information he gave me. <laughs> he, uh, how's it going, Ryan? A one, a one, a one, two, a one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. I have to, I have to test it because uh, last time, um, last time I had an incident where I didn't do it, and the feedback got back, uh, took out someone's ear. Oh wow! It, it made it deaf in their ear, and I'm currently uh, getting a lawsuit of that. So oh, wow. it's, I have to do it. I you were on a podcast it. before? No, I wasn't a podcast. <laughs> I was hosting a a, 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 a beauty pageant <laughs> out in a. a Oh in um, Pennsylvania, it's not. It's not funny. Sorry. It's. It, I mean, it's just odd jobs that I work. You know, I just okay. get by. Well, what do you? Uh, what do you? What, what do you do most of the time? What for work? Uh, well, you know, uh, sometimes I. It's mostly volunteer stuff. Um, mm, volunteer and yeah, like work. I help out. Well, let me tell you a story. Okay. How I even got here in Detroit? I was chasing a girl that I deeply, really liked. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we opened up our own little pastry shop. And mm-hmm. Now she she um, it was called uh, uh, flour and bread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flour F L O U R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that didn't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Explain that. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, she just recently left to Vancouver, uh, just Canada. Out of, yeah, and, just uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, do you still do you still run flour and bread? Or you shut that down. They went down. It was yeah. mostly she did most of the work. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, she couldn't handle it anymore. I don't think she could handle me. Okay. So, because uh, I don't know for whatever reason, uh, the things just go happen to go wrong for me a lot. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, that makes so me feel better. Thank you. Good. Good. So, uh, what do you do? What do you do for volunteer? What do you? Where do you volunteer? What do you do? Well, uh, sometimes I go and help. Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of opportunities on Craigslist. Okay. Uh, there was actually this one ad that uh, there was this couple that was looking for a third wheel, and I, um, I they they paid me. It wasn't like an escort or anything like that. Uh, so, pretty much, 
um, they just wanted someone uh, to hang out uh, hang out with because you know, they've been a couple for well, no they're, they're pretty much married and mm-hmm. they you know they're engaged and uh, uh, well um, they just needed someone to be there because they lost a lot of their friends and stuff like that and, uh, so I was just there to entertain but unfortunately through time I they end up being separated. I don't like to <laughs> think that. Would you say I like to think it's not because of me. No, 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 no not at all. Oh man, um, that's sad. I, you know, Why maybe you maybe they have good beginnings. They haven't talked to me, blocked me on Facebook, but they blocked you. Yeah. yeah well, so. what? Would you mind going into like what happened? Well, okay. So we were at like an Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Day four. Okay. And, uh, well, day four consecutively, or like? Yeah, they really liked me. Oh, at first. Yeah. At first, you know, and. I didn't really ask for money. I just, you know, I needed friends too. Yeah, so it's volunteering. Yeah, it's volunteering, so. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they pretty much just paid for the meal and whatever, and you know. But uh, so like we were we're uh, we're there. Uh, it was like five o'clock, uh, Tuesday night rush, you know, um, out, out in uh, out in Garden City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there was this uh, a, a waiter named Alex. And um, I think it was his first day. Mm-hmm. And I, I simply was just looking out for, okay, I don't want to say names, but I don't think they would know anyway of the, the couple because yeah. they blocked me on Facebook. Yeah, they wouldn't so know you I, were yeah, out Yeah, here. absolutely. So, well, well pretty much uh, what happened, oh, well, first their name was Derek and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Felicia. Okay. They were kind of like an odd couple. Uh, mm-hmm. They were born and raised in Garden City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek was a uh, fireman, and uh, Felicia was uh, she did hair. Okay. Yeah. So goes hand in hand, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess mean. so. But uh, so like what happened was with this uh, waiter Alex is that he had an obnoxious haircut, mm-hmm. and I called it <laughs> out. <laughs> what was obnoxious about it? It was it was like a they had a, like a. a a front bun, uh, most, yeah, <laughs> like a unicorn. Yeah, like, uh, and I said, "Hey, Felicia over here, uh, Felicia over here, she does hair." And <laughs> you know, most of the time they they don't like me like speaking out of turn. They, they say, you know, uh, uh, they say, you know, uh, Ryan, you know, um, just uh, you know, don't only speak when spoken to. Mm-hmm. And I went out of I went out of line, so it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I wasn't following the rules. So uh, so Alex kind of just said, um, "Thank you," and he said he said thank you, and then like Felicia got really uh, uh, in- insecure about that situation. Yeah. And as the waiter walked away, she's like, "You're you you can get us in trouble." <laughs> and I was like, "Why? What, what? What do you mean? You know?" And, and um, you know, like, made me feel kind of bad. Like, she's like, "Well, you know, even though you're doing this voluntarily, people might think that you know, you're like, yeah, part of their thing." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then um, and then I said, "Well, you know." So there was like like a few minutes later, or you know, so it was silent. It was kind of weird. And you know, and I said, "No." The, we we got our food. I got I got the um, Alfredo. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't have tomatoes. Mm. I'm highly allergic. When I eat tomatoes, I I turn red. Okay, like a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. But uh, uh, it's I kind of one of those like God's jokes on you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Eat a tomato. Be a tomato. You are what you eat. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like in Willy Wonka. Like it, exactly yeah. like Willy Wonka. Eat yeah. a blueberry, become a blueberry. But a lot darker. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but uh, uh, your uh, eyes like uh, glazed over there for a minute. Yeah. That looks like you're thinking about. But yeah, anyways, right. I was like, oh well, there's a hair in my Alfredo, and, and she's like, who'd you say that to? Just the two you were with? I just said it out loud. <laughs> said to the world. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, well, unfortunately, they, they, she's like, she was like, well, that's it. I'm not good with impressions, but she was like that. She doesn't sound like that, but she was like, well, that's it. This is this is it, you know. And and then uh, well, Derek was like, well. You know, I, I he never said much, anyways. But you know, he, he he was just like, you know, I think it's over. Wow. And then they left. You were they were mad at you because there was a hair in the hair, and, and they thought I was. They didn't. They didn't really. They didn't really explain it much. You know, they just left. And you know, I think they found someone else. Wow. And what what was really really, you know, what, what was really tough for me is that I didn't have any money, and they. <laughs> Then I you had to pay for the Olive oh. Garden. Yeah, well, no, I had to. Well, I, so what happened was, I was like, Alex came back and he asked for everything was, and I'm like, yeah, uh, everything, everything is going good, you know. We're just trying to play it off, you mm-hmm. know, and um, try not to cry. Well, I was really just trying to like put it all together. Yeah, you know, it happens yeah, so fast. So I was like, well, they, they went out to smoke. And he's like, well, they don't seem like a smoking type. I'm like, Alex. <laughs> I'm like, Alex, you know, it's, you know, I know them more than <laughs> he you. He just, like, and completely like, calls <laughs> off your line. Yeah, and, you know, his, uh, and then that's, you know, and I knew it was his hair. Because then all of a sudden, like, part of the uh, bun kind of undid itself. <laughs> it did, it undid itself? Yeah, so I was like, okay. And then as he walked away, I, I admit, I'm like, I'm going to use the restroom. And I even did, like, the whole little put the napkin over your drink. <laughs> So no one would bust it, and then I, I I left, and I never went back to that Olive Garden again. <laughs> and really, what it is, I I don't really think about Derek or Felicia anymore. It's more of like what happened to Alex, because uh, it was probably his first or second day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah, that was just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So still think about it a lot. I just don't like Italian food. <laughs> no. Do you um do you volunteer anymore to do that kind of thing to to be friends? I stay away from that kind of stuff. Yeah, too yeah. much hurt. Too no, much yeah, hurt yeah absolutely, field. yeah, yeah. But you are. Uh, I do notice that you're wearing a pin on your shirt yeah. oh. that says "I love bars, I love <laughs> bartending." Yeah, that was um, yeah. So, you tend bar. So, uh, I'm originally from New York, mm-hmm. and um. I have an older brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is um, Brian Flanagan. Brian Flanagan. He's a. Uh, I've heard that name before. He's a big shot in New York. Yeah. Um. He well, generally, let me just talk about my older brother. Uh, he he's just that type of person that can just pick up on anything, mm-hmm. and just does it well. Like he, he's like one time he's like when we, when we were younger he was like sixteen he got his first paycheck, and he was just like. It wasn't even like a paycheck. It was just from chores, you know, mm-hmm. over overachiever type of stuff. You know, that's where I pick up on volunteering. He would, he would just do people's lawns, and you know, we lived in a really uh, uh, neighborhood where there's mostly a lot of older people, and so mm-hmm. he'd always cut their grass. And he, but anyways, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna buy a guitar, and he doesn't even listen to music, you know, like. Right. 
So like he just picked it up and he started playing it perfectly. Wow. Like wow, like, yeah, oh, he, he started had, like amazing it, year. It, yeah, you know like or like you know like oh I don't even know how to I don't even know how to juggle and he's like, "Oh, well, I I, I can do it." And he just started like went in the pantry and got a bunch of fruit and started juggling it. He's just perfectly. a really belittling brother. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, he 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 uh he, he he moved to the city and then he got like this uh his bartending job and he thought you know and he he picked it up right away and he saved the bar by like he started like bottle flipping and everyone loved him and you didn't know, they make a documentary about that uh he sold the story about the movie there's probably like a similar movie called uh, about it about it called cocktail and oh. i can't even watch that no, yeah, it's, it's too much too, too much yeah but uh you know so, um, so it, your brother's it, the bartender. Yeah, and he's still down over there, and oh. I can't talk to him really. Um, oh. I mean, I can. I, I even worked with him at one point, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was just like a bar back, and I could bottle flip too. But it was usually it wasn't as impressive. Well, no, it's usually when I uh, fall. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll bottle flip, but I usually when I fall, like it's. It was organic, but it was by mistake. Oh, so you slip and then the bottle flips. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's sad. Not as, it's just not as impressive. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then why are you wearing the pin that says "I love, I love bartending, I love bars"? Oh uh, well, it's uh, well, I I do deep down you, something you love, and your brother did your brother steal that from you? That idea? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He took everything from you then. Yeah. You know. I uh, you know, uh, he he had his older friend through the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the first job, and he was kind of like a mentor, but uh, you know, you let him through. But he, I guess he uh, ended up like um, this is kind of dark. But he ended up like killing himself. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, who? Say that again. Not 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 uh, not, not my brother, but oh. my brother's mentor. And oh. like he, ever since then, he's just been kind of like crappy to me and. Oh okay. yeah, and I left New York, uh, chasing uh, this girl, and she ended up being in Detroit. And well, I'll just say her name. Her name is uh, Melissa. Mm-hmm. And then we started our own pastry shop here in Detroit. Oh, I later see. years on, and then now she left, and then so it's just kind of like a really like serpentine path uh, for me. Yeah. Do you still yeah. think about what would happen if your brother didn't try to steal everything from you? Uh, I would like to think of like borrow, borrow. Um, but well. um, yeah, uh, well, you know, I mean, what what's much to think about? You know, you gotta focus on yourself, right? Well, I uh, I hate to break it to you, mm-hmm. but I did just look up your brother on Facebook, and uh, he has a Facebook. You must be blocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a Facebook, and uh, I see it says in a. It's complicated with Derek and Felicia. Wait, what? It says Brian Flanagan is. It's complicated with Derek. I don't want to say their last names, but Derek and Felicia. Um. Uh, so it seems like yes, in fact, Derek and Felicia are still together. Not only just c- together, but they are. It's complicated with com- com- Brian com- Flanagan. Your brother. He he told me what I was doing was stupid. Mm-hmm. Now he, he's told. 
He stole the two things that made you happiest. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. it's a, that is a pickle. What are you gonna do about this, Ryan? Oh well. Uh, uh, uh maybe uh, just try uh, 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 to see if you could. Um, if, there, if there's more on on that, like if you if it's private or like. Oh, it's what do you mean? Like if it's a public or private relationship? Yeah, yeah. I just want to see. Here's a picture. Let me show you. It's a picture of them holding hands in Central Park. He has a front bun. He's got a front bun. Yeah, they're all have front buns. He said that was stupid too, and he said I was lying. Mm-hmm. Hey, Alex is there too. The bar, the waiter, he's there too. Can you can you look down on a um? <clears throat> I mean, if you can, I mean, I don't want to. You know, it's your show and all that, but can you scroll down a little bit and see if he has mm-hmm. anything for siblings? Uh, yeah, it says Tom Flanagan. Yeah, that's your, is that one of your other brothers? Mm-hmm. Tom Flanagan, uh, Susie Flanagan. Yeah, we came from a big family. Um, Pete Flanagan, dad. Um, that's it. I'm not. Not on the, you're not. <coughs> Excuse me for a moment. Are you, oh. are you sure you're his brother? Yeah. Wow. What are you gonna do about this, Ryan? You gonna reach out? I mean, I mean how can I? I? I mean, Facebook's the only way you could. Or uh, well, this um, <clears throat> see if you can like. I mean, I, I don't want to. I mean, it's your show. I don't want to just take this away. You know exactly. You know, I mm. mean, it's your Facebook, so. Yeah, you want me to send him a message? Send a message. Right. Or you know what? You can have um. Um. Uh, <laughs> This lovely lady over here, because you know she could, she could do it. You know, Cause like because it's you know like because I'm friends with you on Facebook. Yeah, you, yeah, you she's are. Not so with me on yeah, yeah, exactly. I could, I could reach out. You could reach out in a all right. So let's more let's, way. let's okay. Let's, let's drive this. I'll, I'll type it out and we'll send it over to you, Willow. All right. So, all right. So let's type this. What do you want me to write? Um, I don't know. Like maybe, um, dear Brian, maybe start that out. Well, just make it like more of like. You're trying to, uh, like, um, like a girl interested in him, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, right, that's oh, what we want, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, so keep, I'm yeah. gonna steal him, you're gonna steal him, yeah, oh. kind of like catfish him. Wow, oh. okay, so yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> say, say, hey there, hey there, <laughs> uh, like your hair. Oh wow, this feels really I'm starting to feel something now. I'm mm-hmm. starting to I'm starting to feel something that I haven't felt. You're saying she's saying this all this to him? Oh no, that's I'm just oh, talking about myself right <laughs> oh, now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm starting to feel Oh, you're feeling like uh, emotions. No, yeah, emotions like revenge. Yeah, maybe. You know, so like uh, maybe we can or you know, catfish. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. she says hey there. Hey there. And that's Sim- it. Um Heard you're good at bottle flipping. Ooh. <laughs> and I heard you're a killer um, bartender. And clearly he's going to say, duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Typical, typical Brian. Typical Brian. Yeah. So then uh, then, then, what does she say up to that? You know, we, we, we can't just script it. It's all about what he says. And then what she says. All right, well, we can tell him I'm a subpar bartender. Oh. That's the truth. You try to reach out. We got so to face these lies and truth. Yeah, yeah. Like so. you're trying to, like you need some pointers. Yeah. And like, you know, mm. you're a musician. You need to get by. He's a great musician, clearly. Yeah. So. And he's probably going to 
say everything that's great about him. He's typical like that. You know? So, um, what are you gonna do? So what? So so you want Will to actually end up meeting up with him, or are we gonna like meet this, make this happen where we meet up with him and well, you know, I I think beat him up or something. Well, no, I, I as much as I, <laughs> as much as he's taken things from me, mm-hmm. I feel that violence would be too easy. Mm-hmm. You just you just want to kill him with your love. No, we'll figure we'll figure something out, but I it's be more of like a mind game, maybe. Okay. What we want is for him to leave. Derek and Felicia. Yeah, uh-huh. and just be recognized. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, ruin their relationship. Yeah. So, did you, uh, so send out that friend request, you know, and then we can just move forward and see if if he accepts, and then you know, we can just attack, you know. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, I guess cool. we'll figure it out as we go. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Ryan. Do mm-hmm. uh, you have any other shout-outs or any other messages you want to relay before we before we dip out? Uh, um, well, um, uh, well, uh, it, it's just uh, yeah. I, I want to go uh by this uh, 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 you know, we all become something of uh, we all become something that we have lost, but uh, what you gain from it. Is is uh, up to you. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, I just thought of that on top of my head. So <laughs> that's a great. That's great. Okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So uh, this has been our show. This has been the Michael the Pre Variety Hour. Thank you, Willa, for being on the show. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Ryan. Thank. Thank. Thanks again, Mike. <laughs> and so Willa is going to play out the show. Um, here is what's this last song that you're going to be playing called? This one is for Ryan Flanagan. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's called uh, Love's Wasting My Time. There we go. All right, so here is Will Ray with Love's Wasting My Time. Uh, uh, that, that Brian wrote a song similar to that, this, the title, so let's see how <laughs> it plays out. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. thought love was patient I thought love was kind But I know what love is Love's wasting my time I got silver bullets I got red, red wine They've come to remind me Love's wasting my time do 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 Yeah girls can be sweethearts Yeah girls can be liars But when it all comes down Love's wasting my time They'll chop you to pieces Make you lose your mind You'll follow them blindly Love's wasting my time Love's wasting my time Love's wasting my time time.
Love's wasting my time Love's wasting my time Oh. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.